Subscribe, review, follow mm-hmm. Instagram, Doom Generation Pod, uh, Facebook Doom Generation Pod, Twitter Doom Gen Pod, website doomgenerationpod.com, email doomgenerationpodcast at gmail.com. At gmail.com. Stickers, hit us up, all the things. Get at us. We're the coolest. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Whoa. know where that came from. Whoa. And buy a sticker. Help Do us it. get a new microphone and it will just sound even better. Mm. Tits on a Ritz. That's right. <laughs> and so once again this week, instead of the Oracle, we have Kim back with us. But this week we are calling her our brownie guide. She is our brownie guide. On our journey with Willow and Mad Mardigan. Yes. So hopefully we loved it last week. She filled in all of the blanks that we right. always leave. I had a good time. We had some encouragement, some in-house audience. Mm-hmm. So we are we're trying to keep that up. Let's keep, keep up that, that energy. energy. <laughs> <laughs> girl boss. Hashtag girl boss. Oh, girl boss. Oh, that's it. <laughs> anyway. All right. It is a time of dread. Yes. And so, once, <laughs> yes, the boss babe time is a time of dread, in fact. It is indeed. But yeah, so once again, we are back with our baby Val Kilmer. Oh, shit. That's right. In one of his. Oh, rolls. the thirst is ro- just get ready. Buckle up. Buckle, Buckle up, Buttercup. Uh, put your be little... glad he don't get naked in this film. Mm. Men's, mm. if you're listening, mm. lesbians, I know Enough. you're listening. I'm sorry, but we're about to get into some hotness Ooh. with Val Kilmer. Hey. <laughs> but hey, Sorsha. Yeah. Also hot. Uh, the two of them together. Yeah. Hey. And like I had forgotten that they like got married Ooh. in real life. And that was like they have kids together. They're flirting. Oh. So that it's was like real. a real, ro- real romance yes. in that. Yes. So we got Val Kilmer as Mad Mardigan, mm-hmm. Joanne Wally as Sorsha. Before she got Kilmered. <laughs> Warwick Davis as Willow Uffgood, yes. Jean Marsh as Queen Bavmorda, uh, Patricia Hayes as Finn Rizal, Billy Barty as High Aldwin, mm-hmm. Rick Overton as Frangine. Oh, that's they the don't other really brownie. say the other. No, they do a couple times, much. but that's the other brownie. And then Kevin Pollock as Rule. <laughs> I love, I love this character. Oh, yeah. He's so good. And so Val Kilmer, we already knew from Top Secret, Real we Genius, Top Gun. Knew. We were already had the hots for Val Kilmer. This is my favorite Val I know I've mentioned it before, but I'm going to say it again. This is the favorite. My favorite Val Kilmer. Joanne Wally, I don't, I had not. She Mm-mm. was super famous in England, but I don't, I didn't know nope. her from anything. Nothing else. Uh, Willow. Warwick Davis was Went Wicket, on. my favorite Ewok, yeah. which I wouldn't oh, have yeah. known when this I saw it. This is what, how he got this role, I believe. Was from being Wicket. Mm-hmm. And then, but he was also a character in Labyrinth, but like just a, a right, small, like a, a small role. Stand-in. Like a soldier or something yeah. in a little. What, somebody in a suit? I think he might have been one of the ones beating Oh, maybe. Ludo. Ludo. Yeah. Oh, that would make sense. Queen Bavmorda Jean Marsh was in The Changeling. Oh shit! Is you she... guys have you seen the Changeling? Not Angelina Jolie. No, 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 no. George C. Scott. My, my father. Oh, that movie is spooky oh, as shit. Dude, Treat yourself treat and watch the Changeling your... if you haven't seen it. So, who is she in that movie? Ah, uh, fuck! I wrote is it she down like and the then first I. First wife. I, I want to say because she's oh, the not... one that died in the beginning. Yeah. Maybe. Spoiler alert. Ooh. It's a really old movie. She was also in The Corsican Brothers with Peach and Chong. Oh, shit. And I don't know what she was in that. 
But most importantly, most importantly, she, she was, was also Mombi, motherfucking scary oh, ass Mombi. She had scared me before. You guys remember Return to Oz? Oh, you had fuck. nightmares about Return to we Oz. We got that one coming up eventually. That, that'll be that'll be coming. Yeah, we so got to yes. space out the trauma. <laughs> so the scary Queen Bavmorda is also yes. the scary ass Mombi, which I didn't know until way later. Yeah, I didn't mm-hmm. notice at the time. Not at the time. And Finn Rizal is in the Never Ending Story. She's the little wifey witchy wifey <gasps> oh uh-huh. so you know yeah. finn Rizal too look at that and then rick overton and kevin pollack are comedians right like you if you remember stand up in the 80s you might remember right. rick overton and kevin pollack so this is a ron howard film story by george lucas yes so you know it about to be <laughs> you some shit. know it slap we're going on an adventure yes we are so now it is a time it of is dread. a time of dread Seers have foretold the birth of a child who will bring about the downfall of the powerful queen, Bavmorda. Seizing all pregnant women in the realm, the evil queen vows to destroy the child when it is born. And then boom, child. So bam, a prison full of women. Here's a greasy baby. So basically, Queen Bavmorda has locked up all women in the realm who Mm -hmm. might be pregnant. Uh, so that she can collect the babies as needed. Right. She needs to <laughs> check them. She got to check, check them for the, the mark. mark. Right, right, right. So, of course, the baby with the mark is born. Uh-huh. And is the it a midwife, gal? Yeah. She begs the midwife mm-hmm. to save the baby. They're going to kill the baby. Right. So. so she smuggles her out in her little washerwoman basket. And then we have this midwife montage in the opening <sighs> credits where, like, she is in no damn rush. No. She gets taking, like far, like this is months. She gets far and takes her sweet motherfucking yeah, time. Like, like these how dogs she... are not hot on her trail. No, like they find out right She's after an she old like woman. And she they just find out yeah, out the castle. Fifteen minutes head start. Maybe she got and it yeah. took them fucking three months to find her. Seriously, because that baby really fattened up. Uh huh. Like grew hair. Yeah. Uh huh. So the queen's dogs are either slow as fuck Aye. or they they really mess with the time frame that we're looking at here. Right. I mean, eventually the dogs catch up to her. Yes. And like she Moseses this baby. And she makes a raft in no time flat. Like She's a like, hell yeah, sturdy do. raft. But sturdy as fuck. Hey, that thing floated all the, all the way, way down to, you know, it, it took kept a her minute, safe. But yeah, like and it, then she immediately ravaged by beasts. Uh, yeah. She gets eaten by the devil dogs. Yes, I, that I was did, upsetting. Is, did they ever? It, they just called them dogs, right? I don't. Think I don't there think was they ever called. Like name. when I looked it up of what they were, they're Rottweilers under there. They put right, masks on the, the Rottweilers, but they called yeah. them devil dogs. But I don't think okay. they ever say. I don't think they say that in the movie. No. they're so scary as fuck. You see some adorable little children. Oh, find this baby washed these ashore. Kids are so cute. fucking adorable. Dad, oh, so cute. Oh my god, and he comes over. Don't go near don't it. We don't know it. where yeah, it's like, been. Yeah. <laughs> so Wallowing playing. No, he's like, ew. Yeah, ew it's, an, it's not an L. It's not a no That's not a no Like, it's not like us. No. <sighs> Just, we're going to send it back. Down the river. So he explains they are small people. They are daikinis. Right. Or no, or no, they are nowins. And then he explains to his kids what a daikini is, which mm-hmm. is giants, which that is people are far size. away. They live far away. So he's wants to just push this bitch down the street. Right. She's, he's all kick rocks. <laughs> movie over. Right. Done. Willow is over it. Right. Rude. Can't be me. So Burgle Cut. <laughs> Burgle Butt. Burgle Butt comes collecting his money. This motherfucker. Fucker. He wants to take Willow's land and yep. he wants Willow to work in the mines. And I don't know what he has against poor Willow. I don't know, but fuck that guy. He's we a get real no dick. backstory about I no. think he's just jealous because he, he's got a wife and kids. He's and, jealous. Yeah. He's jealous on. because well, never mind. <laughs> so uh mom goes to check on the kids yeah, while like, Willow deals with Burgle Butt. Down by the river? What the fuck? And of course he gets there to see. <laughs> yes. Her already in love with right. this baby. She's like, this baby's coming in the house. Sorry about it. So his wife, Kaya. So she brings uh-huh. her in, washes her off, sees the mark on right. her arm, which they have no. They don't know what it is. They just like, they why is this baby tattooed? That's weird. And then we start talking about how Willow is going to try out to be the magician's apprentice the following the day. Sorcerer's apprentice. Or so- I'm yeah, sorry, not magician. Sorcerer's These are not apprentice. magicians, bitch. These are sorcerers. sorcerers. 
But yeah, he like then they get to the party and like this is a fucking bop. This is a jam for sh- for fucking sure. Fucking they're like having a full on the festival. Like, Hell yeah! Like a little fiddle and a little fucking banjo and so shit. So he takes the kiddos. Kaya stays home with the baby. Yeah, and I put little festival happening. No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing. So Willow tries to make a pig disappear, and he does. Yes. But it, the pig doesn't cooperate. It comes running out from out under, from the, under table. the table. So and the high Aldwin appears. Here comes Billy Barty, king of the little people. And like, come on. If you don't know Billy Barty, you know, you know Billy, Billy Barty. Barty is. I'm not even going well, to tell you. This was the, I think, the, um, like one of the largest casting of little people, of little people. like to date. At Besides, that time, like, Wizard of Oz or something? Well, yeah, or, like, the Ewoks movie, maybe, too, True. or something like that. But, like, it was, like, the most people that they had cast. And also, Willow Warwick Davis, who was 17 at the time. During this? Yes. Oh, my God. He was 17. He was only 10 years older than his kids. That is Like, the crazy. kids in the, the, kids in in the, the movie. movie. <laughs> That's crazy. Just, just like so you know, like, like, what? No video. Yeah. <laughs> Like what is happening? I'm like no no no. The kids <laughs> yeah, in the movie. The kids when he was only, yeah, that's how they do it. No, he was only 17 and only like 10 years older than the children. I did not that know that played his children. I knew he movie. was a child when he played Wicket, but I didn't really think about. I guess that was only a few years later. It was only, so, yeah, yeah, it was only a few years later. Yeah, he was only 17, 18 when wow. he did this. So uh, he met. I don't know if he met her, but both his future wife and future father-in-law. Oh, are part of the cast. Uh-huh. Yeah. Probably one of the biggest casts, too, where they actually just got to look like themselves and right. not be they in some yeah, ridiculous they didn't have like, to be in a suit costume or, or whatever. Yeah, they could just be a yeah. whole village of people. So they're all hanging out. High Aldwin arrives on his throne. Oh, yeah. She's a fucking baller. Hell yeah. <laughs> and he tells them the power to control the world. Oh, he lines up the candidates yes. and tells them the Everybody power to control up. the world resides in which finger. Mm-hmm. So they have to pick which one of his fingers, and everybody's yeah, wrong. Willow hesitates. He does. And you can tell mm-hmm. there's a little uh, eye movement between the two of them where he knows he knows the right answer, but he doesn't right. pick it. He doubts himself, and he picks mm-hmm. the wrong answer. So that's it. Audition's closed. Right. We're done. No apprentice this year. Band play. Gone. But then... <laughs> dogs! Fucking dogs. Oh, And let me just fucking tell you, after... I hadn't seen it in a while. It's <laughs> like... It's scary, but when that little baby girl starts screaming, I'm like, I need a fucking, I need a fucking time machine. I need to get to this baby. Right. I need need to help her. I know. I don't know what they did to panic those children. I don't know, but but I was on the verge of fucking tears. I was really upset. And I don't know where the boy went. Like he, he got with, the girl with him, but the boy, yeah, I mean, he like was safe, got, but they got, yeah, they got separated. Yeah, or he wasn't but, with oh, them. oh, oh, heart wrenching. Yeah. So they're safe. It. He runs to check on Kai and the baby. They have no idea what's they're, happening. They're yeah, fine. They're fine. So all goes quiet and he tells her basically, we can't keep this baby. We, we have, have to, to take her to yeah. the village council. So we, here we are at the village council. And of course, burgle butts in there. <laughs> I know it's burgle cut, but for the remainder, <laughs> I'm just going to call him burgle butt because. He's a butt. And so he's, they come with the baby and then try to immediately sneak back out again. Right, they because he's like, whoever brought this baby should be thrown into the pit. Oh, that's what we forgot. When the dogs come, the soldiers or whatever kill them. They're like, they were looking for somebody's baby because they had tussled up a little mm. baby carrier. And like, yeah, so that's why. Right. But um, but yeah, so they go there. He's talking about whoever brought that baby should be thrown into the pit. Then they're going to leave. And the High Aldwin sees it's like, them. Oh, Willow. Hey, bro. Right? Come on what's, back. What's with that see baby? What you got. See what you got. <laughs> so he's like, oh, my kids found this baby alone mm. by the river. A daikini child. Oh. That's what the beasts want. Right. Oh, we should. And they're like, let's consult the bones. But the High Aldwin knows this child must be is special. Right. It must be taken past the boundaries mm-hmm. to the daikini crossroads. Mm-hmm. So Burglebutt nominates Willow to take her. You should take her. And the Aldwin consults the bones and they say nothing. Right. So he basically has he's a little like, side combo with like, Willow. So like, do you like this baby? You, you got you love got for this love child. For, love for her. All right. So the bones say it needs to be Willow. Right. Oh, but praise the bones. He needs help. Who has the courage? 
Right. Be gosh, his rider dies. Like, I'll go. Right. But, and then what's the other dude's name who's like the best warrior in the village? Vonkar! And Burgulka's like, no, 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 no. no he's got to stay him. here. He's got to protect us. So but they're like, the High oh. Aldwin is a High Aldwin for a reason. Mm-hmm. And he was like, so they're going to need somebody to like supervise or lead them. So you should go. Burgle butts. And then all of a sudden he's he like, wants the oh, warrior to right. go. Now I want that guy to go because I'm soft. So the Aldridge has a little aside with Willow and asks him to tell him what was your first impulse when he asked mm-hmm. him to choose a finger. And he tells him he was going to choose his own finger. Yeah. And he's like, that was the right answer. Right. So he tells him he has the potential to be a great sorcerer mm-hmm. and to listen to his own heart. Right. Gives him some magic acorns magic that acorns. turn things to stone. Right. And like this whole family moment i know it's just it's so so pure this whole she fucking gives family. him her braid dude okay i like shed a little tear i know like when she does it it's fucking adorable but like this dude from my trash 90 day fiance show or whatever like his <laughs> mom before he left to leave like pulled a bunch of hair out of her brush and gave it to him when she did it it was fucking gross oh, that, but when pulling God, hair out of your brush it was that's gross. a different thing that's <laughs> That's not the same. She like braided it all nice and right? wrapped it up and it gave it to clean. him. Like, that was like a sweet token. But this yes. other thing was fucking weird. So she gives him her braid for luck. Right. Um, the Aldwin says they can give the baby to the first Daikini Just, they see. And then hurry home. Hurry back. Right. He says a spell. The bird takes off. He says, follow the bird. And it goes right back to the river. <laughs> Ignore the bird. Follow the river. So they set off on their Tolkien Hobbit adventure. Right. And these sites, where the fuck was it? You know what? I didn't look it up where the fuck this was filmed. It was probably filmed a bunch of places. I'm sure. I think I looked it up because one of our listeners who's in New Zealand mentioned that part of it was filmed in New Zealand. And when I went to look it up, it was filmed like in five different places. Well, I would imagine because they have a bunch of. Yeah, regions. because all the different stuff. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of the background, I think just walking scenes, I think was New Zealand. Beautiful. Yes. Thank you. Hello. The baby is sick. Oh, no. We got to stop. And Burgle Butt's like, eh, yeah, yeah. So she barfs in his face. Of course. Because he's a dick. So we get to Bav Morta. So we flash over to Bav Morta's castle. Right. They they tell her that we found the nurse, but not the baby. Sorsha, you're useless. And then General Kale arrives. "Eh, eh, eh, At last. At last. And then she's like... So this bitch, she can't bring me this baby. So you think you can go right back out again? My useless daughter. Yeah. Like you like turned right back around after you got back from your whatever the fuck yeah. you're doing. Can you go right back out and find this fucking baby for me, please? Thanks. This helpless baby that continues to somehow <laughs> elude her. And the baby of the prophecy. And she needs it alive because the she needs to destroy to, you. She needs to perform a ritual to mm-hmm. exile its spirit into oblivion. oblivion. And she's this like, bitch. Sorcia's like, I don't need his help. I could do this. And she's like, well, clearly you can't. So do as I say. Ugh. So she has she is warned by Kale or no, by her seer. That yeah, her daughter's yeah, yeah. going to betray her. She's like, ugh. And she says, I trust her loyalty more than yours, mm, which may be a mistake. Maybe you should have thought of that. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, but if Hal Kilmer. Hey. <laughs> hey. Do you see Hal the Kilmer side came by side? For me. My mom. And my mom Martigan was fucking asshole. Right into my mom wanted to like, she's like, bring me this baby so I could fucking kill it. Hey. hey you're not really like, you know, sowing the seeds of trust. I here. mean, clearly all this evil is bad for the skin. Obviously, we hey, see, yes. Like, it's real bad. So we're back in the woods. The right. beasts are coming. Well, the walking, devil dogs are camping, coming. Walking, with eating, camping. Yeah, walking, coming eating, with Sorsha and Kale, searching for the baby. Mm-hmm. They know now the Nelwins have the baby for some reason. Right, they that they went the to the, uh, they, no, they went to the Nelwyn village and they told them, they're like, they're not here. They took off. Right. So they know that there's a group out there with the baby. So we come to the crossroads. Uh-huh. Does not look promising. Skeletons in cages, screams in the distance. Right. Give me water, Peck. Or you die. And like, now, so is Peck just fucking, like a it, made-up Peck is derogatory. I don't know. I think it's made up for the universe. I don't, but yeah, I don't know. I feel it, like throughout the whole thing, it gets like... Oh, yeah. It ooh, gets nasty. Like, it's nasty. Mm-hmm. That is a derogatory term, sir. Don't call so, him a Peck. This dirty-ass, gross prisoner... Mm. At first, mm. <laughs> grabs Willow from inside the cage. Yeah, like all you gotta do is move away. He's in a he wants cage. water. Yeah, but it's a daikini. Hey, we're in that's luck. true. So I know. Brooklyn's like, hey, <laughs> we're good. 
would just hand her off. And he's like, we can't. Are you insane? <laughs> we can't leave her, leave her with him. Yeah, well, that and like, how long has he been in there without any water? He had to been drinking his piss, right? Or something. Or he just. Is was, that why his teeth look like that? I guess. Because no those piss teeth. Pee pee teeth. Nasty. Nasty pee pee teeth. And like, I have a note here where I wrote, okay. And this is, li- I'm going to read verbatim <laughs> what I wrote. Let's have it. And like, I wrote this. And like, <laughs> and like, I know it is editing. But this cute ass baby with these expressions and oh noises. Oh my god! Oh my god! I have a note about that shit too. Like this, this is, is a really expressive baby. baby. The face Fuck, is like dude. I know they edited it, so no, I she know, just happened like, to make those faces. Right, right, make right. It like, it's not happening. Don't think. But, but this yeah. fucking baby. But that's part of the magic so, of this movie. So wait, wait, wait. Uh, I think now I could be wrong because there's gonna be that show, the Willow series. Oh, I heard of this. Know this. There's supposed to be a Willow series. Oh. With grown-up Alora Danning. Oh. I don't know if I care. Maybe. Well, I mean, Maybe I, don't I, know. Do. I don't know. I don't know. know. Because like, it's not like Beth Morta dies. She just kind of out into the ether. Well, yeah. I feel like she's she becomes in another dimension or something at the very least. But, but still. she's like, I don't know. But anyway, so Anyhow. yeah, I had just an aside about how fucking I know. cute this I, baby I is. I also had a note about this expressive fucking baby. But so Burglebutt is like, that's it. Like, right. you found a dude. We're done. We're, we're leaving. Bailing. We're going home. If you guys want to stay with him, you can. Of course, Migosh stays. Ride or die. Willow threatens to turn Mad Mardigan into stone for calling him Peck. I yeah, there's here. a Peck here with an acorn pointed at me. Peck, 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 Peck. Sir. Yes. That's not the preferred nomenclature. So they have, they sleep, they get up there eating, and then a crazy ass horse gallops by right. at full speed. Then we get Mad Mardigan finally introduces himself. He's trying to finally play nice to yes. get himself some water, get right. himself out of this cage. Mm-hmm. And then here we start to see these horse riders. We coming see by. riders coming through and he says, oh, that's an army. Mm-hmm. Uh, two or three hundred horses, five or six wagons and about a thousand fools. Yep. So the, he's just about to hand him the water and I, he drops right, it. Right. Because he sees it. Yeah. So he's like, oh, good. These are like more people. Like one of these people has got to take. And we... See, finally, the one that stops is Eric. Right. And hot. Yeah. Fuck. Hello, Ginger Viking. Dude. Yeah. And apparently, is he not uh, the older brother, Richie Cunningham's older brother that went upstairs and disappeared forever? Oh, is he? I think so. Oh. Kim. Brownie guys. (laughs) She's all, I'm right on top of that, Rose. (laughs) She is right on top of that. Yes, she is. So, yeah, we'll find out after the break. We'll find out after this. So yeah, yeah, he's trying to like give this baby to the soldiers. Murp, murp, murp. It's a little ponytail, right? His little braided beard, a little dirty, and that fucking. Mm. So Eric and Mad Mardigan have this right. little exchange where you can tell like they're kind of bros, but kind of not. Still leaves he still him. leaves him there. But I don't know. I feel like I, like I've got friends like not you, but I've got friends that be like, yeah, we'll see if you get out of there, <laughs> right? Like they're acquaintances. <laughs> Like, well, just I don't know. I always knew you'd end up in one of them because he tells him, You served no one, sit in your coffin and rot. Like, you you don't want to fight for somebody, exactly. Because he serves what I think he says, but I forget what it is. I didn't put it down. So, um, they so then they take off all the soldiers bail. Nobody wants to take the baby, no No. one will even stop except for a woman to take care of that baby, right? So, they're telling him, Yeah, no one cares. So, but Mad Mardigan's like, I promise, like, I I care, I'll I'll look after her her like she's my own. You don't know anything about raising babies, and he's like, But I know women, right? And I'm sure he do. I bet he do. I bet he do. Once he brushed them teeth. He knows he does that and he won't. It's like he's almost preparing. He's, he's like, preparing. He's like, I'm, I'm getting out of the there. cage. I'm so let me just chew on this twig just, for a little while. Let me get my teeth right. So um, they let him out. They leave <laughs> the baby with him. I feel better. <laughs> he tells Willow, you've done the right thing. Yes. Willow I'll kisses the baby goodbye. Take care of her. It's, it's going to be cool. You can go home to your family. And Mad Mardigan sets out with on his word of honor. Right. I kind of feel like he... I mean, if he didn't have to pee was, eventually, right. I think I he would have kind of meant it. Like, yeah. I think he would have at least found a lady who he thought would or, take care yeah, of the baby I think and he be like, hey, can you take right. care of the baby? But I also think he wasn't like super bummed when like the baby was snatched. Oh, no. no I don't no. think he was like, yeah, well, hey. I don't think he meant for it to happen. No, but, but I, I think yeah. he would have taken care of her had she not been snatched. Right. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so they're on their way back home. 
right. uh, Willow and Migosh, they and they're we're gonna be heroes. About being heroes, and Willow once again is having misgivings. Like, are you did sure we did the right thing? We did the right thing. Which, of course, baby no, cry. You did not do the right thing. And here comes this gigantic, <laughs> big ass bird, falcon, or some shit. I don't know what the fuck. It's got a whole baby. Yeah, I stole, I the, stole baby. the baby. I stole the baby. <laughs> We meet the brownies. Yes. And fucking Kevin Pollock is like <laughs> this hilarious. So funny. hilarious. I loved the brownies. Yes. So this barrage of tiny arrows comes at them. They fall into a trap. They wake up tied down to the ground. Right. They with get, the light above. Uh-huh. Yeah. The bring the now bring to me. Let them go. And, and so, so what is she like a forest spirit or some shit? I, she looks yes. like one. Yeah. She's that's what I thought. Yeah. Fairies and shit. <clears throat> so they so they explained that um, they stole the baby from a stupid daikini. While he was taking a pee-pee. <laughs> oh, no, not yet. I think he says that later. But still, he do. She, she says to them to release the no winds and right. stop pestering them. <laughs> like, well, it's like, ah, like, fuck yeah. you. Is he, oh, no. It's, he's finally bigger than somebody. Like, eh, yeah. But yeah, she knows who they are because Alora Dannon told her. And that's her right. Name. So she's she tells them Alora Dannon told her. We his find name. out that's her name because of course she knows her own name. She named herself apparently. She named herself. It's a it's a good name. And she's chosen Willow to be her guardian. Right. So she gives Willow the wand. Shalindra gives Willow the wand to take to Finn Rizel, who will take them to Tirasline. Yes. To be raised by a good king and queen, and the army there can. Take care of all this shit. It'll be cool once you get to tears. And tells her, tells him that Alora must survive and bring the downfall of Queen Bavmorda. Yeah, she, she had to come and all the lives of everyone unless right. she is stopped. Your children. Like she gets all dramatic. She's like, point. Yeah. We get big. Yeah. Getting close. So Willow wakes Migosh up, tells him it's time to go. Right. But or he, to go home. To go home. And but he's, he's sending not Migosh home. And right. to tell Kaya he loves her. And he's staying with this baby to fulfill his destiny or whatever. The, well, he kind of wants to, yeah, he's kind of here yeah, for the adventure. Little, you know? Yeah, he wants to be. Well, and I, I think he wants his kids to not just see him as a picked on farmer. Yeah, maybe you know, that too. Like if he survives or if he doesn't, then he'll be either regaled as a hero because he died on a quest or he'll right. be regaled as a hero when because, he returns from yeah, a quest. Then, so what is there hey, to lose? Either way. So uh um, gotta hear burgle butt no more. Right. The brownies are gonna escort him to the exiled sorceress. Right. Um, and before we get to the next section, yes, we're gonna take a quick break. Break it up. Be right back. All right, we are back. Hey, hey. And our brownie guide yes. has Googled some things for us during the break. We have information. And yes, Eric is in fact mm-hmm. Ron Howard's older brother from Happy Days yep. because this is a Ron Howard <laughs> film. Duh. So he used his big brother. He called him. And then uh, Jean Marsh, Bavmorda, was the wife who dies in the beginning of The Changeling. Right. And then the <clears throat> castle, Bavmorda's castle, was in New Zealand Do it, at Come on. Tangariro hey. National Park. Good job. All right. We'll see if <laughs> I right. did that justice. All we'll right. find out. Uh, so back to our adventure. Yes. Willow comes into a tavern to dry off and get some fresh milk for Alora. She's hungry. And they tell him, get out of here. Pat. Yeah, get or out of we'll here. we'll cook you. Yeah, that's right. It's like a roadhouse. And then we have the brownies that are also fighting over this love dust. Oh, right. He, the dust of broken hearts. Yes. He goes, well, because he sees like a daikini lady. Like, hey. Right? Like he's like, going to get up on that? What are you going to do? I don't I, nope, 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 visualize nope, it. Don't nope, do it. Don't. Too late. Oh, God too late. damn it. You visualized it. I did. You? Y'all are too now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so he gets all covered. Kevin Pollock gets all covered in the fairy love dust, falls in love with a cat. Yeah. Then yeah. he falls in love with a beard barrel. Your eyes. Yeah. Your whiskers. And then he falls into the, uh, the yeah, beer the little barrel. Beer. Whatever, yeah. And gets drunk. So that he runs back into uh, Bat- Mad Mart again, trying to get away from this married lady's husband that he just slept right. with. And he is dressed as her cousin, Hilda. Yes, it's my cousin, Hilda. And hey, yeah. and her husband's like, hey, all right, what's up, Hilda? Oh, God, this fucking want to breed? Oh, tempting, but no. no. Yeah, meet my husband, Lug. So the soldiers come in and are checking babies for 
marks. Right. They're, they're looking. And like, why is this baby. tavern full of fucking babies for them to know, look at? Like all of a it's sudden, a tavern. Like, was there more than one baby? Well, they came in there looking for babies, I so they were like expecting babies. One more baby that they yeah, were there was at, at least like, somebody with a baby. Yeah. Oh, that's fucked up. So, um, and to be so mean to peck with a baby, right? I shouldn't say that's derogatory. <laughs> so he sees Sorsha. Oh, yeah, and like immediately, like stars in his eyes. Right. This I feel like this is like the moment. I mean, I'm sure it wasn't. Right. I'm sure they like had to film. He it talks about it in Val. If you guys haven't watched Val on Amazon, I think he talks about that he first had the hots for her. I think even before this, and then chanced oh. into getting cast with her in something, and with, that was like. Like, like I'm doing done. it. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna get this gal. So um she <sighs> reveals that he's right. a man. Uh-huh. You're no woman. And that's when, yeah, so that's when it's woman? kind of like love at first sight. Not a woman. Yeah, love is so fragile. Yes. So Sorsha gives chase. Mm-hmm. They get up on the wagon and they're fighting off soldiers left and right, and the baby's loving it. Yes. And like Willow's like you need to stop. And he's like, we have a baby on like, here. But we cannot stop. Right? Like, what are you going to do if you stop? Then they're going to get the baby. Right. Willow. Like, you got to fucking keep going. Like, it's a wagon chase, motherfucker. Get, get yeah. into it. So Mad Mardigan's fighting them off the wagon. Willow's trying to rein in the horses. They hit a log. The wheel breaks. There's yes. a brownie hanging off the wagon. Uh, they're trying to cut the little barrels off of there. Willow gets the reins. Mad Mardigan's still fighting. Mm-hmm. Another soldier jumps on. Willow hits him with a hammer. Right. He's a tree. Yeah, there's but, ninja stars. Right? But then Willow gets knocked out. Mad Mardigan's being dragged behind the wagon with the soldiers. Mm-hmm. And right. then the brownies chop the rope from the barrels, knock mm-hmm. the soldier off. Then Mad, Margan, Mad Mardigan gets up with the throwing, and a throwing star right, comes throwing at him. Star, which, like, where did that come I from out have, of nowhere? I don't know. The ba- He battles another soldier on the wagon alongside <laughs> of them. And yeah. then Willow stops the horses. Like, are you crazy? Yeah. Like, go. Mad Mardigan takes the reins. Mm-hmm. They get the driver uh, with the flying morning star of the other wagon. They, like, right. knock him off yes. his fucking thing. Oh, it's all very true. There's, like, it's just, like, high action yeah, chariot it's like fucking. Chase. Yeah. It's exciting. It's fun. And so they they get off. They're hiding on the side of the road. Ditch the wagon. Yes, they win and, you know, whatever. And he's like, you never, ever drive that fast with an infant. He's like, I just <laughs> saved that infant's life. That's right. He did. Willow says they don't need him. But then Alora starts to cry. Right. So he runs after him uh-huh. and says, you're a great warrior. Yeah, we need your help. We do need you. Right. He says, yeah. He And oh, my God, like this topless with the skirt. <sighs> It's so doing let's get it for into me. some of the Mad Mardigan hotness <sighs> here. The braids, the hair. I, I don't know what it is. The it, face. I don't know what it was, but I mean, I know what it was. I mean, oh, just I look at it. Oh, my God. I just don't know how to put mm, it into words. Mm, mm, it just mm, is what mm, it is. Mm. And it is good. It is very good. <laughs> it is very, very good. Yes. So we hear more devil dogs barking in the distance. Yeah, they hit the deck and then they decide, you know, like, just let me stay with you until we get well he has this little moment in the grass with Alora Mad Mardigan oh, where she grabs right. his finger Aww. and he has this little look at her right so cute that's true and he tells him don't expect me to help him again right but then he realizes these brownie guides are fucking clueless <laughs> sorry Kim not you <laughs> the brownie guides in the movie not you our brownie very guide helpful. these brownie guides yes are not as helpful no. so then he tries to, oh no I'm just going that way yeah no, right. I'm not trying to help you I just happen to well, be no going he's like way. oh god I'm going the same way but we'll only stay together until they get to the lake Mm-hmm. Let's stay together. So uh, a little quick uh. flashback to Bav Morta's castle. Kale saying he hasn't found the baby. She is losing patience with this incompetence. Time is running out. <laughs> so nighttime campsite. Mad Mardigan <laughs> is looking at the baby. Oh, tells her she's kind of cute when she's yeah. quiet. Mm-hmm. Willow tells him she's a great princess. He right. doesn't believe it. No. He's like, oh, everything will be okay when we get to Tira's lean. Like, all right. Uh-huh. Willow tries Finn Rizel's wand and blasts himself into the tree. Woohoo! Hilarious. Yeah. And like, did have to like, did he spend the night up there? Did he knock him Right. Like, how did, how he, did he get down? Did he, he like magic down? himself back down? Mad Mardigan had to go scoop him out of the Right. Like, the oh, he wakes up and sees him. He's like, oh, there you are. Like, oh. Right. He goes back to sleep. So the next day, they go to the waterfall. Mad Mardigan's still bonding, giving mm-hmm. the baby black root. 
They can't give a baby black root. I, mean, I don't I'm know what black father. root is, but I'm going to guess it gets you high or it's like nicotine it's or vanilla is what they're chewing on. Oh, is that like all in, it is? In, well, in real life, but like, I don't know what oh. like black root is supposed to be. Like I was raised on black root. He's like, I'll put hair on her chest. Right. Like, the last thing that she's going to want That's is a hairy chest. makes me think it's like a fucking tobacco stem or That's something, you know? Like. Well, when I watched it, it had the, you know, like PG whatever and it has like the warnings like you know whatever and the only warning that it had outside of like fantasy violence is tobacco depictions and is that the only i don't remember i any. can't remember oh was other... there someone smoking a pipe maybe at maybe because i thought that too and i don't it didn't stand out to me hmm so i don't know if that's what that i, I don't feel know. like maybe somebody in willow's village during the festival maybe, maybe was, was smoking? smoking i don't know i don't know but Weird. yeah anyway that was one of the few Right. Warnings on that. So I don't know what that's supposed to be. But yeah, he calls her sticks. Yes. That's all cute. So they come to the island where they where Finn Rizal is and Mad right. Mardigan says his goodbyes. Well, like he fucking yeah, he says the goodbyes and like he, you know, to give some shit to the brownies. Like fucking what did you do? Like all you did was hang around and eat our eggs. Yeah. And then like he leaves the baby. With Willow the, leaves I mean, like, the baby leaves with the, the brownies, with and the it's brownies, like they're obviously like, unreliable. Yeah, and, and what we'll, are they gonna do we'll if someone protect comes? her with our meager lives? Like, what are they gonna fucking do? Throw tiny arrows at people? Like, there, it's a good thing this baby's like quiet. Yeah, I, I don't know. I guess she knows what's going on. She gave Sherlindria her name. True. So I mean, I don't know, but she's a wise baby. So Willow heads out to the island and finds this like, was, is she a possum or a wombat or? A, she's an Rous. <laughs> a rat of unusual size. A rodent of unusual size. Unusual they size. do exist. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's like, I, don't know, I think it's like a type of possum. I don't know what that is. And she says a spell transformed her mm-hmm. um, and to take her to the princess. She yeah, confirms this is her. Alora. I, I guess it was a quick trip. I mean, I don't know I guess like so. how long it, it took yeah. to row over there, but hey. She tells him to use the wand to turn her back. Uh, yeah. Oh, but she's like, but you're not like a sorcerer. Right. Sorcerer? You're just like, a novice. Oh, yeah. Okay. And then this isn't when he tries again because the Knockmore army shows up, right? They'd right. Like, so they so they show up right at the same time he's about to use the wand. Right. And they've captured and they Mad have Mardigan. Mad Mardigan. Yeah. yeah. And he's and like now the skirt's a loincloth. Mm-hmm. Oh, saying those thighs. Yes, God. Hello. Hi. So Mad Mardigan is prisoner. He brought the soldiers back to them. Traitor, give me that baby. Which I. I don't know that he brought them back. I think no. they were going that same way and intercepted him and just kept him. tracking the back the way he like came Like, he apologizes from. to him, but yeah, I don't think it's because like he, he brought like, him there. No, I don't think so. But that's what the brownies think, because he's a traitor. Well, of course. But then she, like, is this where she asks him, like, do you lose your skirt? Like, oh, is this when maybe. they're doing, like, that super when hot fucking flirting dude? Like, oh, from the moment they meet, practically. Oh, my God. And she's like, so did you lose your skirt? And then he says something about, like, I still got it where it counts. I know. And uh, so she, like, sits up and, like, kicks him in the face. Yeah. Is this where she does I th- all I, of that? Do I have all that? I just have, they take the baby. She kicks him in the, yeah, she yeah, kicks him she in the did, face. Like, bam, to the face. And, like, this flirting is sex on a Rex. And I'm sorry, we have to take a moment just yes. for a second because our brownie guy just reminded us that uh-huh. somebody who auditioned to be Mad Mardigan also considers it to be one of his biggest disappointments of not getting it, which would not have worked for me. You guys aren't going to guess this, so we're just going to tell you. It was John Cusack. Could you imagine John Cusack? With the wig? As would Mad they have put Mardigan? that hair on him? They would have had to. I can't know. A great swordsman. I'm sorry. I mean, he's adorable. I love John. I Cusack. love John Cusack. But, but As Mad, Mad Mardigan? Mardigan? No, sir. I don't see no, it. No, sir. No, thank you. No, thank you, John Cusack. All right, moving on. <laughs> All right. So anyway, he didn't get it. And yeah. anyhow, so they're on the road, and somehow Mad Mardigan got some real clothes. I guess. Oh like, yeah. I don't they know like why Sorsha bought put him in clothes. I would have left. I him just would have left him because then he's like looking later. He's like, she's like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm looking at your leg. <laughs> I think I'd like to break it. <laughs> yeah. So the baby. Oh, and that's oh. what she says. Like, you might find that difficult, slave, when mm-hmm. I'm up here and you're down. Oh my god. Yeah. I see why they got married. Right. So the baby's crying. She won't let him attend to her. Yeah. Like, I don't need advice. 
Mad you. Mardigan ends up carrying Willow on his shoulders when he falls. <laughs> that was oh, when, so that cute. was when there was only one set of footprints. It was <laughs> when I carried when you. Mad Mardigan carried you on the back of the slave wagon. <laughs> So Sorsha arrives to Kale's camp with the baby, locks Willow and Mad Mardigan mm-hmm. in the cage. Willow's right. still working on the spell for mm-hmm. Rizelle. And she's like, we got to do it anyway. Like, time's a wasted. Yeah, we so she bites him to get his blood into the <laughs> yeah, potion. To do the thing. And, like, uh, Mad Mardigan asks her, so, like, what do you what do you look like? She says she's a young, beautiful woman. He's like, oh, do it, Willow. And, like, <laughs> look, watch, re-watching it, I was like, oh, she's playing a joke on him. But, no, I think she, she thinks, thinks she, she is. She's because been she, like, like that she's for so surprised. long. Yeah. Like, has it been this long? I've yeah. been a fucking animal? So she wasn't, oh. like, just fucking with him to no. get him to get her changed. She, like, really thought she was a young, Maybe beautiful she, woman. Well, I, hey, she might have been. And he was like, okay. Yeah, all right, do it. So the brownies catch up to them. Willow yeah. tries the We're spell. Here. <laughs> and turns her into a crow. Yes, that they, like it. That's weird. The way the yeah, like the morphing. So up. the morphing technology that this was. You well, said I don't the know first, if this was it. It right? was, but I don't know if this one was a morphing. Or it thing just led yet. to the I morphing just, technology. No, no, no. I think this time oh, this one the transition is just like a weird practical okay. effect. But they do they do use, it, at some use point. it later. Okay. Yeah, yeah it like opens like an egg. Oh, the tiger. Yeah. When yeah, she yeah, yeah. When she turns when we get into the transformation later. Uh, so she turns into a crow. They pick mm-hmm. the lock. The brownies hit Mad Mardigan with pixie dust, which makes him yeah. fall at first fall in love with nobody. He just well, like high now, as okay. fuck. So I have questions. Yeah. If it's like the first thing you see. Right. Why didn't he fall in love with Willow? Because it was, you know, heteronormative. Oh, oh well. Oh, you can that... only fall in love with something you would fall in love with. Is that what it is, Ron Howard? Or, well, maybe it will, but maybe it's, it's specific to your sexuality. Oh, well, maybe. So maybe Mad Mardigan's not All into right. dudes, so All it won't right. let him fall in love All with a dude. Right. Well, Rule fell in love with a cat. Maybe Rule's into cats. Hey. <laughs> He's tiny. You don't know what he's into. He's tiny. You I don't, don't know what know. brownies get into. I don't know how he'd fucking I don't cat remember either. seeing any lady brownies. Oh. I don't either. Were there lady brownies? Fuck, I'm I would have to. Damn, thing, I just right? watched this and I was not. Right, I attention. wasn't looking for lady brownies though. So we have first, a lady brownie. Our lady brownie, right? right here. So she at first, brownies? he's just acting like he's on ecstasy. He just like right? rolling. He's like, I feel good. He's rolling on. He rolling. He's rolling on does. They find a Laura. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Mad Mardigan goes in to get Laura and sees Sorsha sleeping. Oh my god! And like, is in love. He sneaks into her tent. And now he already had feelings for her. I so think like he that's did. not that so out I of the ordinary. Well, I, I mean, guess. how could you not? Like she's all she's laid beautiful. out on these furs. She's Gorgina with this hair. How she's so clean? How is Girl, she? Oh, you've been on so the road clean. in a sweaty helmet. She's when did you shower? Clean. When did you? Looking okay. beautiful. Fresh. So uh, they stop him right before he kisses her awake. Yeah. And she, like the kale comes in, isn't it? Oh, no. One of them stops her. I don't. Well, no, they're like. Or they all come in. Don't. And then she wakes up. Yeah. Like one more move, jackass. And you she's really got a dagger. A yeah. yeah. She's going to cut it off. But like, I don't know. She seems like she's kind of into it. He starts reciting sonnets, Ugh. professing his love. Yes. My son, my moon. My starlit sky. And Kale walks in right as they're about to kiss. Right. What is this going on on this night? Yes. She's like, deceiver. Cuts the tent down, Mm -hmm. kisses her, grabs a sword. Uh, And now we see why he is the greatest swordsman. Finally gets the sword. And then you are great. Mm -hmm. So they get on the shield toboggan. They sled their way out. It's like fucking National Lampoon Christmas yeah. Vacation. Like they oiled that shit up right. with that spray <laughs> through the forest. Down this like super dangerous mountain. And like fucking this, again, this little like chase scene. This fight. Ron Howard, you bastard. I fucking love this right? movie. And Mad Mardigan falls off the sled. Willow and Allura crash into this like village market. Right. But she's fine. She's it's like fine. Everything's yawning. Cool. She yeah, was like man. all... Like she was really enjoying the whole thing. Mad Mardigan is in a cylinder of snow. Oh, that's right. He falls crashing down the hill. This cartoon ass snowball that comes down. It's hilarious. The soldiers are on their way, so the villagers help them hide. Which I, I mean, hey, hey, I guess villagers. You don't know these people. That's nice. He was like, hey, I need a place to hide, and they're like, all right, come with us. Like, all right, obviously, you're who they're looking for, right? Why are you hiding them? You know, she's gonna kill your ass. That's a good village, I guess. So he runs into Eric. Oh, but also before that, like, oh no, once they get down there, he runs into Eric, and then like, uh. 
well, I was like, everything was going fine until you started spouting poetry. Like, I love you, Sorsha. I worship you, Sorsha. And he's like, what? Yeah, he doesn't remember. I don't love her. She kicked me in the face. Yeah, he has no memory of this. He's like, I don't think I do. Like, I don't know what's going on. He's hungover. So they run into Eric. They're hiding under the floorboards. He can see Sorsha walking through the floor slats. And he's given eyes again. Mm -hmm. He's like, oh, actually. General Kale takes off and Sorsha finds the trap door, starts to come down. Yes, they he find grabs the hiding her. hole, uh-huh, takes her hostage, uh, takes her up there, gets everyone to leave and get back, and that's how they're going to get out. And uh, Eric is like, what are you doing? He tells them he serves the no one. Yeah, he's like, come I serve the no one, Eric. And he's like, nope, I don't. You go ahead and go. So they get on the horses and ride off to Tiresleen. Yes, and Eric and the villagers stay back to kill some soldiers. Right, they fight the village people. <laughs> so Rizel guides them as the crow. Uh-huh. The cr- the crow. <laughs> oh shit. Is yeah. she the spirit of vengeance? Oh no. Oh my. So then uh so when Sorsha and Mad oh, right. meet up again, I dwell in darkness without yeah. you and it went away. Oh oh, oh she's big oh. mad. She was like, Bam, I'm getting off this fucking horse. I thought we were going on a date. Mm-hmm. Uh, not she punches him, jumps off the horse. He they pins scuffle. her to the ground. They right. have a look. Uh huh. But then they're like, her. Uh, oh, and then Rizel's like, hurry, Kale's coming or whatever. Because yeah. I thought I was like, how? Like every time somebody gets away, it seems like they get away right before they get followed. But I guess in this instance, he really wasn't that far behind. He was right. Just, I mean, it's horses. How fast can you possibly fucking go? So they make it to Tearsley. Yeah, it's and the quiet. castle seems to be deserted. Real fucking quiet. Troll shit everywhere. Oh, Everyone's fuck. in stone. Yeah, fucking trolls. They try the wand again. Uh, yeah. Or no, Rozel says to try the wand try again. Try it again while uh, Mad Mardigan's running around getting trapped. He finds the armory. Armor. He's like, getting yeah. he's like all in love. He finds all this, like, yes, all he's these like, swords. Ooh, yeah. yeah, and then the armor. He's like in the little helmet and shit. So he starts putting some traps together and closing things up and then closes the gate just in the nick right in the nick and Sorsha's men cut down a tree to make a battering ram it's a good thing that all of this takes a long time because now Rizal's a goat yeah like and Willow does all this setup while wearing a baby good for you right so Mad Mortigan's inside setting booby traps a la Kevin from Home Alone (laughs) Willow is trying to hide with Laura. right but there's a troll under the bridge fucking trolls and Rozelle says to use the wand on it which he does and holy fuck oh my god I was maybe I was between 8 and 10 when I saw this Uh, yeah and I didn't remember specifically this part and then watching it again I was like oh Oh, maybe I blocked that shit out because that's gross like it it fucking gross gets all smoky and then the skin like boils and screams and he has or no that's not until he kicks it into the swamp and it starts boiling and screaming in the swamp and it's like a fucking uh those little pills with the sponge animals in it puts Mm -hmm. it in the moat and then it like gets bigger right so uh Yeah, now there's a fucking dragon in there. Yeah. So Mad Mardigan's fighting all these guys. They take off screaming because behind <laughs> him is a fucking dragon. Two headed fucking dragon. Two headed scrotum chim scrotum chinned dragon. Scrotum chim 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 This dragon's name is Scrotum Chim. <laughs> <laughs> it's from an anime. It's I don't know if you ever heard of it. Scrotum Chim. Yeah, you probably haven't heard of it. But yeah, I had for, for some reason when I saw this two headed dragon, I was thinking it was also like that it looked really similar to something in another movie, but I don't think it did. I think it's just this. And it's, I, again, kind of blocked it out. <laughs> yeah. Where I was like, Oh, fuck. well, I don't know how the magic works on this. So like it was a troll and then it did got it turned into, into the dragon or the well, dragon the was just also out. in there. Oh yeah, I guess before he I kicked it in the water, make that fucking connection. I just thought it was a different creature that came up. What? Dune? Oh, maybe. Oh, Dune. does it look like the the, the no? That thing had like a or? sandwormy look to it, but flesh color. I don't know well, why, but Star Wars came to mind for some reason. Probably something from Star Wars. Yeah. Dangerously close. Oh, we're not going to talk about it. But it just <laughs> reminded me. So yeah, so so yeah. Apparently, that's what a troll turns I, into when I you kill it and kick that, it in the fucking swamp. I don't know how that goes. But. So anyway. Anyhow, mm-hmm. it so they're, does. They're fighting this ball sack chin monster. <laughs> it's really kind of gross. And 
Mad Mardigan runs to the soldier's side because he's right, like, what he's the like, fuck? Whoa, he just, like, looks around. He's like, oh, shit. Like, let me go back. And uh, he, like, they start fighting and shit. Isn't it? Yeah. Or, like, so they they're... Go- um, the it blows fire at Willow and the baby sets the bridge on fire. Oh, the soldiers that's start right. firing so start, arrows at it. Uh-huh. There's a troll on the bridge. Right. Oh, and he tries to throw the acorn and it drops oh, and turns like the bridge to stone correct. on part of it. And then is this where like Mad Mardigan hops on the catapult and not yet. So the oh, no. so the the dragon, the apparently Siskel and Ebert is the name of the dragon. Is that it's named after them? Waldorf and Statler. Eborsisk is the uh, name of this dragon, okay. according to our brownie guide. All right. Um, yeah. So he. It's supposed to look like both Siskel and Ebert. Apparently. Okay. So it first it grabs somehow only gets the troll, which yeah, Willow was hanging off of, off the, of troll. the troll. I don't know how that works. But yeah. So did. not sure how that happened, but he grabs that, eats the eats the troll. Right. Um, Mad Mardigan's still fighting. Sorsha's falling in love, watching him fight. Oh, I know. She's as were like, we all. <laughs> we were. Then like, Mad Mardigan launches himself to Willow. Right. Onto the bridge where he kicks ma- that troll over the edge again. Kicks the troll. Hops or different on. troll. Like, is this where he looks at um, the dragon? He's like, <sighs> like, I'll do this one too. Like, he's getting exasperated. Like he gets, Like, he looks at the he, he, he jumps kicks on the back. troll. He's been fighting these dudes. He fights the fucking troll. And then he looks over at this two-headed dragon. He's like, oh, okay. Like, and then he hops on the fucking dragon. So then he gives Willow a sword. He jumps on the dragon's back. Some soldiers come see the baby. Willow's trying to fight them back oh, with his right. sword. But Kale comes in and swoops oh, up Alora. Yes. Mad Mardigan stabs the beast through the head. And its head blows off because it can't. Well, Sorsha approaches with a sword to help him up. Smooch, make out oh, the USA. In the middle of this whole then thing. Then the head Mackin. explodes. <laughs> Eric's army and the brownies come, but Kale already has Laura and has gotten away. That's Willow right. stumbles out, bleeding from the head. Oh, he's crushed. Oh, he's crushed. They've taken her. And he's like, hey, let's ride. But Sorsha is on their team now. Right. Can so you she ride? Did. Let's ride. Let's ride. So they go out to Bavmorda's castle. Right? Yeah, they so the Kale rushes back to the castle with mm-hmm. Laura. Getting there, they were right, oh, right behind duh. him. We forgot to mention the fact that while this whole fight was happening, that Eric's army shows up, right? Oh, no, I mentioned it. Oh, I said you? Eric's army showed I up. I completely yeah, yeah. forgot it. I missed so, it. So, yeah, they get there um, right as, like, everything's kind of ending. Right, but right, they right. join them then they at that join, point. Yeah, and okay, Sorsha and joins all, them as well. They all ride down to Bavmortis. Right. So they get there right after the gates are closing. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kale goes in, tells tells them that Sorsha tells the queen that Sorsha has turned against her. Right. Prepare for the ritual. Well, prepare for the ritual. So Bavmorda goes out to the like parapets of the castle and mocks mm-hmm. their army. Oh yeah, she She's goes out there to shade him. She's like, yeah, this is not an army. And so Rozelle tells Willow to protect himself with the wand. Right. Hide and protect yourself. Use the shelter chant to protect yourself. And she's like, he, why? But she's why? Like, Just do it. So Mad Mardigan's like telling her, telling the queen they came for Laura Dana and, and Laura Dannon. And then she calls them pigs. It's like, you're all pigs. And they turn into pigs. <laughs> Everybody but Willow, who is right. protected by Rozelle's spell. Right. So then back inside the castle. So oh. at this point, I was all excited because I could never figure out what the fuck she says to Sorsha. Mm. And I was like, ooh, I have the subtitles on. Bitch. What did she say? Speaks another language. Oh, come on. Yeah. Come on. Bullshit. 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 <clears throat> so we're back inside. Queen Bev Morta says, begin the ritual. <laughs> and this bitch is wrapped up like a damn mummy. Yeah, what she is, is the point this of this? Look. And are all straps necessary for a baby and she got ba- she got a laura dannon in the lady latest baby hot topic line right like what she is happening this with this dom gear right? yes this baby is a leather daddy right oh my so back out to the outside and Roselle's telling willow to try one more time to transform her and that's right. when we get the morphing so right she goes like ostrich peacock mm-hmm. feathers tortoise tiger and then in back into her human form which old lady's the best i can do yeah, so, sorry. Best I can do is old lady. She turns the pigs back to men. 
Yeah, let them in. She changes and I, them and all back. And at some point here, I think, is where she realizes how long it's been that she's Yeah, so when old. she finally, tur- like, has it been this long? Yeah. Like, oops, all right, but we got to do it. I don't care how long it's been. So she's quick to action. She says, let them all in. Mm-hmm. Changes the whole army back. Meanwhile, the ritual is all dramatic. Bab Morta is, like, playing in the blood. Oh, she's chanting. Like, ugh. She's in like, it. And also, it's also a very good thing that this ritual takes a really long time. Right? It's slow as hell. It they takes a long time, time to banish a baby to netherworld or yeah. whatever the fuck she was doing. But uh, Roselle has protected the camp. Like, she can't, Bad Morta can't fuck with the camp because she's got her little magic spell on it. But they can't figure out how to get inside. The magic doesn't work to get them inside. Right. So Willow has an idea. He has an idea. He's like, Willow, this is war, not agriculture. But everybody listens into his plan. So the next morning, everything appears deserted. It looks like they've all Eric and well, Willow Eric and everyone think have left. It'll work and like, but right. if the baby dies, there's no hope for the future. So we have to decide who goes and who stays, mm-hmm. and that's where they leave it. And then in the morning, the place is deserted. Right, like everybody's gone. Uh, Willow and Rizal come to the gates alone. They call upon the castle to surrender as they are all powerful sorcerers and can destroy them. Right. She tells him, your children will come to remember this day. And uh, Kale orders them yeah. killed and Kill opens the them. gate. He says everything like, eh, eh, yeah. kill them, find the child. Like everything yes. is a thing. But yeah, so... Uh, they send the dudes out to go kill him because it's just those two. And she says, patience, Willow. And he tells himself, courage, Willow. And waits until they get out just far enough. And then he strikes his drum and the soldiers come pouring out of these holes hidden in the ground. <laughs> they come out of their gopher holes yes. and storm the gates. So Bev Morda is making it rain inside. <laughs> Literally, quite literally. She needs her umbrella. <laughs> she is, uh-huh. yes. Still trying to exile this helpless baby soul. Right. She, it takes a hot minute to get to the 13th night. It sure do. It so, takes a hot minute. Sorsha leads Willow and Finn Rizel to her mother. Yes. Uh, Rizel tells Willow he doesn't have to go in. Right. She's Beth this is where Beth Morta's dramatic in there. Like needs some fucking skincare. Oh, hardcore. This is taking... Taking Everything a lot out, out of her. Of her. Ooh, a lot of moisture. Yes. That's why she had to make it rain. Moisturize. Oh, me. moisture. She's so dry. So Sorsha's fighting off the soldiers. She uh-huh. approaches her mother and tells her, I will not let you kill the child. <laughs> when she walks in, I love it when Bath Morta's like, Raza. <laughs> yeah. Oh. You old queen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then she's like, and then. She, like, force pushes Sorsha into this, or tries to force push her into this spike wall. Traitor child. But Rizelle stops her just in time. Yeah. And then, like, these old-ass wizard priests or whatever the fuck are, like, they get into this fight? Do they start fighting everybody? I don't have a note about that. I just have them so that she tells, so Rizelle stops it, and then she tells her, your powers have gained in strength, Rizelle. Yeah. And she says, I have Shalindria's wand, Bavmorda. Alora Danon will be queen. Ah. So they're still fighting outside. Bavmorda throws a fireball. Right. Lights up Rizelle. But she blows ice ice at her. Yeah. Right. And they're having like a sorcery off. Yes. Bav she Morta. blasts the ice off. Right. She collapses a wall on top of Rizelle, who has to magic the wand back into her hand. And then she yes. sits up. With Bounces all her. her all around the fucking ah, room. Hilarious. So, of course, like, she, like, falls dead. And she gets, up gets and all up in her like a dum-dum. Like, Come on now. This part used to scare Rizelle, the shit out of me. you are wise and old. I don't, know. You don't know better just than approach. this. <laughs> And then that peekaboo. Yeah. Yes. Screeching. Uh Uh-huh. And then so Willow comes in as they begin to fight over this wand. And then like that weird kettle gets bewitched. Oh, yeah. And it starts like chasing him. It's like full of bones or whatever. It's got like little hand bones. Yeah. Hand bones. Hand bones. Hand bones. The hand bones connect to the arm bone. And then outside while that's happening, Kale kills Eric. He shows up at the fray. He picks a fight with Eric and kills him. Yeah. And he rolls down to Mad Mardigan and tells him, win this war for me. Yeah. So and he dies. has like a. Dra- <gasps> yeah. <clears throat> like he has a dramatic death. So Mad Mardigan goes after Kale. Of course. And it is on. 
chops his sweet skull mask oh, up. Oh, it's fucking raining, and he busts his badass mask. Oh. Ah. Oh. Running, trying to get up the stairs. Right. Kale stopping him. Uh-huh. And then Willow's still trying to fight this fucking bone thing. <laughs> this bone kettle. Throws it out the window. He figures that out. And, like, Kale is also out here, like, not dying easy. No. Mad like, Mardigan stabs, stabs him. him. Like, He's still the- fighting. Right? Still choking him. Yeah. Yes. He has to like step on a serrated sword he and like him on impales his own him. Fucking yes. sword and tosses him off the bridge. Oh. Yes. Back inside, we got the old witch fight. Oh, Rizal she just straight, straight up fucking punching her like clacking. Bra, 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 bitch. Willow gets Alora. Alora. Babmorda chokes she, out Rizel. She's fucking like. She's got her by the collar, it's hitting fucking her fucking glow hockey wrestling style. And Damn. Shit. What are their glow wrestling names? Fuck. Fuck. They need some glow wrestler names. She's bringing the heat. So Rizelle turns to see that the baby is gone and that Willow has her. Shuts yeah. the door, tells her, tells Babmorda he's a great sorcerer. Yeah. Tries to throw one of his magic acorns uh-huh. and she fucking catches. And she's like, oh, wait, shit, shit, shit. Oh, no, my hands <laughs> turns to stone. But wait, guess what? She, like, managed to shake it off. She's like, Dust. is that all you got? So she tells Willow to put Alora on the altar and he says no. He's all, you stupid hag. I would, what? With my what? magic, <laughs> I'll send her into a realm where evil cannot touch her. There's no such place. So then he does the pig trick. Right? And this fucking face crack falls for it like a mofo. Fucking pigeon. Impossible. (laughs) Pigeon. Knocks the blood down, throws a fucking temper tantrum. She does. She gets like blood zapped into fucking lightning strikes her, this fucking badass blood magic swirl. She ended up sending her own ass to the Yeah, she did. She did the whole spell and then sent her own dumbass. To the fucking oh, you idiot! It's just my disappearing pig trick, you stupid bitch. Yep. <laughs> so Mad Mardigan runs in, helps Sorsha up, right. make out town, USA. Where's the baby? Oh, it was just my old disappearing right. pig trick. Here she is. Perfect. That's how come Alora knew that he was the one. So flash forward, they're all cleaned up. Oh yeah, Willow's getting presented with a book of magic by Rizal. Well on his way to being a great sorcerer. It appears that Sorsha and Mad Mardigan are maybe gonna word for fucking take... word. It appears that Sorsha <laughs> and Mad Mardigan will raise this baby. Yeah, like that's what it looks like. Word for fucking word. Mad Mardigan, I have all up in his top dollar finest. Oh shit. <laughs> Which means he's also dressed like a pirate. So he puts Willow on a horse and sends him on his way. And we also find out that Rule is bald under his rat hat. Right? Which you would not have guessed. No, it's cute. Willow returns home a hero. They're Burgle chanting. Butt is still a hating ass hater. He sure is, and that's why he gets shit on. <laughs> he gets shit on he with that apple bird, bird shit said, in nope. his face, right in your mouth. Oh, and then Kaya and the baby uh, run up, and you cry. Kaya, fucking they, sheets of tears. They almost like bounce off of each other with right? this button hug, like it was a close call. And like now to think back, that I wonder how old she was. He was seventeen. I don't know how she also looked that up. I don't think she was as young, but yeah, he was seventeen, eighteen when he did this movie, and then. I don't know how old she was. Yeah. I guess I probably should have looked that up, given that I knew that Warwick Davis was a teenager. Right. But yeah, so this movie, I mean, I don't remember being traumatized by it, no. but maybe I blocked out the scary parts. I don't know. I mean, I remember well, there, there were scary parts. Scared but, me. Like the dragon scared me. The trolls scared me. But like we me. said... So much shit in the eighties was like that. Yeah, Never like everything like was that. traumatizing like, all these, back yeah, then. That's just what I grew up on. So I don't that's think it why registered. Doom right? Everything was fucking weird back then. Yeah. So this is what happens when you're a Gen X slash Zennial, whatever. Or whatever when you the grew fuck up, you're, uh, when you were a kid in the eighties. What did but, they call it? A geriatric millennial. <laughs> I will fucking. Fuck a fuck. I'm a fucking fucking geriatric oh, bitch. Did you put geri- fucking geriatric? Speaking of geriatric, y'all, I turn 42 tomorrow. Hey! <laughs> that's right, you do. I will be the answer to the life, to life, the universe, and everything yes. for the next year. You will become one. I will be wise for one year only. For one year only. 
for one we year We should only. have some bonus episodes. You guys need some advice from a wise old hag? You can <laughs> write in us an email. She's sliding into crone, baby. That's right, sliding baby. Right in mother crone. crone. I'm in there. Yes. And so God. next week, we, do we know what we have coming next week? We actually have been trying to keep to a schedule I... for you guys so that we know what's coming. Oh, yes, we do. What's coming after Willow? Interview with a vampire. <sighs> Interview with the vampire. Sharpen your fangs, y'all. Oh, get your goth panties on. Because it is t- get your I don't know what panties goth panties bu- are, but no, put them on. Get your pantaloons in a bunch. Oh, yes. Get your Elizabethan ruffs get ready. Your, get your cravat out of your chest. Because we will be venturing in to the romance of Anne Rice. We'll be getting there after this. And some interview with the vampire. We'll be leaving Nelwyn country for... From fantasy to fantasy. <laughs> this <laughs> is where we live. Fantasy land. Fantasy. This, is, this is how I live. Just from one fantasy to the next. I don't. I do not do real life. So thank you once again to our brownie guide, Kim. Yes, Kim. We will maybe have a different assistant hey, with us for the next episode. And we will talk at you next week, Doomers. So until then, later, later Doomers. Deep within the underbelly of the internet, there's a podcast that works more with deviant content than any sense of good taste and acts as a beacon for those lost souls yearning for irreverent entertainment. Welcome to the Morally Flexible Podcast. Each episode is chock full of earthy goodness. Whether you're into pop culture, fetishes, family values, or just plain debauchery, the Morally Flexible Podcast has everything you need to satisfy your diverse needs. So if you're feeling the need to get comedically ear-fucked, Download a new episode every week on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast content. The Morally Flexible Podcast, your number one source for advanced fuckery.